With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ricky Rubio did a great job of fighting Wiggins to the point where there was no given angle to get him the basketball. Last time we saw the Timberwolves, they were starting Taj Gibson, but they've changed that under Saunders. Wiggins is blocked. Jazz come the other way. Rubio leaves it behind for Ingles. He drives on Wiggins to the window. Underhand scoop and a score. We'll talk throughout the night about Andrew Wiggins, the max player that is a core of the Timberwolves, but they have just never made any progress with him. Or he has not made any progress. Like he doesn't improve from year to year. Absolutely. That is the issue, and he actually may have regressed. Left-hand dribble. Pull-up jump actually spins to the basket and scores. And there's these flashes of genius that makes you just wonder about them. 4-3. Jazz won last night in Phoenix. Defense has been really good recently. They've kept teams below a point. Possession of five last eight. Ingles comes off a high pickoff favors. The arc catches down low. They brought two guys to him. Derek then collects himself and throws a nice little easy hook shot over Carl Anthony Towns. And that's what I like to see Rudy do sometimes as well. I mean, catch it. Regroup. Sarge been shooting 42% from threes under Ryan Saunders. Misses the three right side. Rebound to Ingles. One thing the Jazz think they can take advantage of is small to small pick and rolls. Joe Ingles drives left, throws the pick, and hits somebody in the fifth row of the crowd. That one just, <laughs> hey, hit the mascot, Joe. That's like that split finger fail fastball that just sailed on the pitcher. I just kept rising and going up. 6-3. They'll have some comments about that in the locker room. Tyus Jones out of Duke. Grew up in Minneapolis. Left wings, Towns. The set shot, mid-range jumper, no good. Offensive rebound, Sarge knocked away, picked up by Donovan. Donovan with a sleeve on his left arm and heavy pads on each thigh. Leaves it behind for Ingles, who drives downhill on Wiggins. Kicks it back over to Favors. Downhill drives are something the Jazz think they can get if they set good picks with the pick-and-roll defense that the Timberwolves play as Ingles tries to throw a pass, but then realizes it's going to get taken away, and he wraps it around and carries. Carl Anthony Towns is the story for Minnesota these days. He has been just remarkable with his performance recently. What I was wondering about looking for, I wanted to see who was going to be sluggish to start the ballgame. Well, Minnesota certainly should be with all of their crazy travel. Jazz played last night as Tyus Jones pulls up 6-4. He makes the shot. The travel for Minnesota, they got stuck for eight hours yesterday at Denver at the airport. Left side three for Joe Ingles off the bounce is good as Andrew Wingens Passive disinterested defense leaves him open for three. Underneath that screen, Joe's doing a great job nowadays. Pull-up jumper for Tyus Jones is good. A little mid-range love for Tyus. Where do the Jazz defend Carl Anthony Towns? He takes usually ten shots a night in the paint, four of them at the rim, and usually takes four shots a night at threes. Here comes Donovan down the lane. A Kogi who's really guarded and tough last time. Donovan takes the curl, gets downhill like the Jazz think they can, takes a big Euro step and floats it up and in. He slows up. He slows up and takes that Euro step, lets the defender continue one step, and then nice little touch around the rim. Carl Anthony Towns turns the corner. There's the quickness Quinn Snyder was talking about. 
and a foul by Rudy Gobert. Fake handoff, and then Towns just exploded to the window on a left-hand dribble, and that's what Quinn Snyder was talking about in the pregame show. He said it's just his quickness is just remarkable. Yeah, that's one of the things you and I was discussing there as well is that he has three options when he gets the basketball. He can post up, he can shoot the three, and then he shows some quickness there. How good a defensive player is he? Not very. Not very good. Free throw's no good. That's always been the criticism. I mean, frankly, that is a little bit of the question when you compare these great young bigs in the Northwest Division of Steven Adams, who's kind of great defensively but not very good offensively. Rudy Gobert, great defensively, limited offensively other than the dunking and the vertical uh, spacing. To Carl Anthony Towns and Nikola Jokic, two of the most incredible offensive players the game has. Both of them are terrible liabilities defensively. We're going to find out about Jokic in the playoffs. It's a great point. 11-8. At the same time, they talk about Rudy not being able to stay on the floor in the playoffs because of his offensive limitations. So it's very difficult to be great in this league. Donovan pulls up for three and pushes off the glass, no rim. Towns tries to thinks about a hardened step back, doesn't take the shot. Now he's at 18 feet, being hassled by Gobert, gives it up for a mid-range jumper by Saric, jumping in straight away. Now once Towns picks the ball up, you get all over him, giving him lots of hands. Ingles pops to the right corner. That's Happy Valley. Let's the three fly and misses. Loose ball rebound. Gobert going after, but he falls to the ground. Wiggins dove on the ground, but he couldn't corral it. It goes by Gobert and picked up by Towns. Left side, Jones cross-court pass to Kogi. Not a good shooter. He'll fire it, and he'll miss. Rebound comes down to Favors, and Favors is fouled. Kogi is on the season 29.7% on wide open threes. And 15% on open threes. He actually gets worse if a defender gets a little closer. Or, yeah, it's not good. 11-10. Jazz lead it by one. That foul on the rebound was on Carl Anthony Towns. That's his first. Jazz by one on the Jazz Radio Network. Oh, my! Utah Jazz Sound Flash. Well, one thing you can do with a guy like Carl, who is able to score in different ways, is you can move him around the court a little bit. But Rudy is, you know, there's a reason he's such a great defensive player. His instincts are, you know, very good. Finds ways to impact the game, you know, kind of wherever you put guys. So it'll be a challenge for us, but we feel we're up to it. He's scoring so many different ways, and his quickness, because he's a big guy, his ability to quickly get to the boards, to get around somebody, his effort on the offensive glass, there's a relentlessness to his game that the fact that he's so skilled kind of hides that. You know, to have a skilled seven-footer that's also relentless is a tough combination. Both coaches with great admiration for the big man on the other side, Ryan Saunders and... Quinn Snyder and your new skin sound flash brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Royce O'Neal, three from the left wing, no good. On a give from his buddy Donovan Mitchell. Carl Anthony Towns pops out off a three and hits. Man. So subtle. No big jump. But shooting 47% from three over the last 10. And all he needs is just a little spacing. Rubio snakes under pick and roll for a high arcing mid range jumper, no good. Ricky's. Really not shooting it well. 19% in his last five games. And that's too bad. Lob inside of the post. This is Sarge. Not a very good back to the basket player. Guarded by Crowder. Trying to figure out what he's going to do. He bumps and backs. Throws up an awkward hook that's no good. Town slides on the baseline side of Gobert and taps it up and in. 15-11 Minnesota. You see how active he is around the glass. Rubio to the window. Air balls a layup. And that's because he was fouled. No, he's... 
Is he fouled yes. on the rebound or fouled on the shot? Let's watch the Sarge. Well, he's, look, he's going to the free throw line, so it must fouled be on the, on the shot. shot. Yeah. And I, you know, Ricky struggles sometimes with his shooting, but not, not he's not airballing layups very often. I'm comfortable with that, Ron. Yeah. Tyus Jones uh, just blew right by him. 15-12 is the score, Minnesota leading. Kata Bates' job comes into the game. He's their rookie out of Ohio State. He was the Big Ten player of the year last year. He's played a lot as of late as they kind of slide out of the playoff picture. He's playing instead of Gorgie Zhang. And Rubio's first free throw was good. Second one was no good. Then we got a whistle and a foul. And if it's on Carl Anthony Towns, that is his second foul. Well, it's, it's well, you know what? He did foul him. Gobert really pushed him in the lane, and Towns turned and face guarded and grabbed him. And it's a foul. Carl Anthony Towns a bit stunned by it. I can't necessarily blame him, but at the same time, that's a foul. And, and, and if Rudy's going to end up guarding Ty Gibson, remember the problems he had with him? Carl, Kyle Korver pops in, fires the three, and hits. Kyle Korver, 50th on the all-time games played list, passing Horace Grant tonight with 1,166. Right wing. Bates job gives it to Sarge. Sarge puts on the deck, tries to work in the post again. Bounces back out to Tyus Jones for a three, no good. Battle for the rebound, nice job by Crowder. Had to flip around and screen him out. It's controlled by Donovan. Fast break, three for Crowder. Good, and Utah's up 18-15. Ron, that's subtle, but when you're guarding a guy in the post and he's backing you up and then passes out and they shoot, it's really hard to get into rebounding position, and Jay did a fabulous job of that. He, he really did. Boxed him out there as well. Got a little help from uh, from uh, Donovan Mitchell, and Sarge ends up on the floor. Now you got five on five on four break. 8-0 run by the Wolves, 7-0 run by the Jazz, and the Jazz lead at 18-15 on the Jazz Radio Network. bring Carl Anthony Towns, the hottest scoring center in the NBA. The Jazz answer with the defensive player of the year in the middle in Rudy Gobert. The Jazz and the Wolves in Salt Lake City. And the, end, the game has taken an unusual turn with Carl Anthony Towns picking up two early fouls. But like I was mentioning, if it's going to mention early, Taj gives, a, gives Rudy Gobert problems because he can take him away from the back and just like Carl Anthony Towns, and he's very active around the basket. See what happens here with this matchup. 18-15 Jazz. Here's Tyus Jones working off the Taj Gibson pick, which is not as quite as potent, but he ends up wide open for another mid-range jumper, and he pops it up and in. Tyus Jones, I believe a free agent at the end of the year. Interesting to see what they do. They have Derrick Rose, who's also a free agent. Jeff Teague, who's not. 18-17. Tyus restricted. Kyle Korver turns the corner, falls to the ground. O'Neal drives. Throws the pass to Donovan. Catch with his right hand. Back to Corver. Deep three. Got it. The man falls to the ground. He pops back up and he fires the three and hits. Donovan Mitchell has four assists for 12 points right now. It's a pretty good ratio. Gibson, who likes to shoot, works inside with a little fadeaway jumper and scores. I've always been a little surprised by that. When you look at the amount of shots Taj Gibson takes, you think of him as a garbage kind of guy. It's not true. He actually shoots an awful lot from when he's on the floor. And, and that's what I meant by it. it just seems to... Crowder fires the three no good. Jazz have taken 10 of their 15 shots from three tonight. 
Rudy ends up on the floor and Saric baseline or cut down the lane, lays it up and in. Rudy just kind of weeble wobbled and fell down. Those lines getting away a lot out know. there. Kyle Corver's tripped on the thing. Beautiful crossover from Donovan. Wiggles in the lane at Gibson. Floats the right-hander awkwardly up and in. And I mean awkwardly in the sense for a shot blocker to try to figure out where it's coming from. I think Donovan knew exactly what he was doing. But it's a unique angle that he takes, and it's getting hard to, harder and harder for people to stop. Donovan's got four points, four assists early. Tyus Jones driving hard to the window, scores it. Tyus Jones with eight points here in the quarter. Tyus has been... The last 13 ball games, about eight points. And a lot of times we watch Minnesota and think he's their best point guard. Royce O'Neal drives the baseline. He's got an easy way to the window. He's going to turn and twist and dunk with a little flair. 25-23, Jazz by two. Offense is ruling the day. Both teams shooting over 59%. Double stagger for Jones, left to right. Flares it back out to Sarge. Three-point shooter misses. Rebound Gobert, but that's a nice play for a 40-plus percent three-point shooter right there. O'Neal hands it off to Donovan, comes off the Gobert pick. They believe the guards can get downhill tonight, and here it is again, and Donovan drives, and he's fouled, and he finishes. He'll buy it. He'll get one free. They really do believe that off the pick-and-roll game, the way the, the bigs drop back, that they can get downhill, and we are seeing them attack in that fashion. Absolutely, and you see that... Mitchell was taking it deeper than I thought he would you know, on something like that because that shot that he just made, I would consider not to be a very high percentage shot, even though he has the ability to put it in uh, and possibly going to get a three-point play out of this. Thurl Bailey joining us now with 232 left here in the first. Jazz 27, Minnesota 23. Big T, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, D-Lock. Would you like to comment on Gail Miller's address to the crowd? Well, you know, Booner and I were in the locker room uh, as she addressed the, the players, and she was very emotional. Uh, we've known her for, for years, this organization for years, so I thought it was, one, really brave for, of her to do that, but the message was just powerful. Jared Bayless, who has been struggling miserably with his shot, brings it over to a 10-day player on the left wing. Mr. Reynolds misses the shot, rebounds loose. Tyus Jones is on his knees, bounces it back out top. Bates Jop, young club out on the floor. Actually, excuse me, that's Reynolds again. It's stolen by Ingles. Bounces it ahead to Donovan, who's having quite a first quarter with seven points and four assists. All four assists for threes. Crowder driving into the body of Bayless, and Bayless fouls him. That's free throws. Cameron Reynolds on his second 10-day contract, getting an opportunity here in the NBA. 28-23, Utah by five. I have a question for you, Big T, and I don't know if you've noticed this, and maybe, David, you can chime in on this as well, but when teams are struggling, no chance for the playoffs, does it seem to be like they have more injuries on their team now, you know, than during the regular course of the year, or, or are they willing to play with the little nagging injuries during the course of the year when they're in position? You know, what, what do you see there? It's a sunset in the East. <laughs> There's your answer right there. <laughs> Okay, I'll leave that alone. Southern the East. <laughs> <laughs> leave it those. I mean, yeah. Well, I think the question really, Ron, is do the players or do franchises? 
Yeah, that, that's a great point. 30-25, to 25, Utah. Here's Dante, struggled in his first two games since coming back from the injury. Ingles fakes the handoff, lobs to Favors, catches inside, slides by the defense, kicks to Corver. Right corner three, no good. Derek says, all right, I'll grab the rebound and try you again. Steady kicks to Dante, who hands to Ingles. Ingles drives, stops, steps back, reverses to his left hand, to the window, scoops and scores. Joe Ingles setting up Taj Gibson like he's a puppet in his movie. Is he turning into a driver, scorer? Well, that was what, beautiful. What he, what he started right, stepped him back to get to his left hand, and just played him like a fiddle. That was the longest step back I've ever seen, <laughs> and the slowest. The slowest I was going to say well. longest or slowest. <laughs> yeah, both. Gibson driving. Plating, missing, rebound comes down to Faves. Jazz by seven with 48 seconds left. Dante's got the accelerator down, driving, kicks to the corner, Dante offensive foul. Seven point lead, 44 seconds left. Thurl Bailey's visit is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru. They want you to love your car buying experience. That's why they developed Promise Price. Promise Price is truly exceptional customer service. Come experience your commitment to Promise Price at either location, charge or purchase online at markmillersuper.com. We know you love the experience. Baseline drive by Bayless. Out for a three. No good by Tolliver, who's a very good three-point shooter. You know, according to Connor, our statistician. Statistician right there, 84% of his shots are three. Well, thank goodness he's good at it, because it's evidently all he does. That's 30, 30. He's got 11 years at it, as well, as a matter of fact. Ingles snakes under a pick and roll to his left hand, lobs it high to Favors, who oh, in traffic, my. packed it with his right hand. Those two are so connected, it's irrelevant who's around him. And Faves puts down two, 34-25. Jazz by nine. Bayless working the right side, hesitates, pulls for a mid-range jumper. It's no good. Crowder rebounds. We have a whistle and a foul. It's on the Jazz with .7 seconds left. Must be on Joe Ingles. Got to be on Corver using the Joe's backside. talking to him. No, I think I think it's on. I think Ron's right. I think Kyle Corver went with the ah. They wouldn't call this with .7 seconds left. Let me hold the back of his shorts routine. And um, they called it. Luckily, the Jazz had a foul to give. So Ryan Saunders brings Carl Anthony Towns back in the game. .7 seconds left. He has two fouls, but he's. I would guess the object of the inbound, and the inbound pass goes right to Derek Favors, who plays for the Jazz. Utah closes on an 11-2 run. Thurl, thanks for your time. Appreciate you very much. All right, guys. Talk to you later. See Jazz lead it by nine at the end of one on the Jazz Radio Network. Step back, left side, jumper. Good. First quarter recap brought to you by America First Credit Union. Get the finest in financial services from Utah's number one credit union. America First. To his left hand, lobs it high to Favors. Who oh, in traffic my. packed it with his right hand. Those two are so connected, it's irrelevant who's around him. And Favors puts down two. And the Jazz lead at 34-25 at the end of one. We're underway here in the second quarter. Set the lineup for you in a second as Reynolds drives with the left hand, puts it up and in. Reynolds out of two lanes, 6 8, 2 25. Turnover by the Jazz. Here comes Reynolds again to the window. Too hard with the layup. Crowder 
Defends it. Crowder throws a baseball outlet to Ingles. Crosses it to the corner for Corver. Jazz are 0 for 5 on corner threes and stunningly 0 for 6 now. As Favors just ripped the rebound away from Bates. Jop like a bully in the backyard of the playground stealing somebody's lunch and ripped it and packed it the other way. Great thing about a good rebounder is when they rebound out of the area. I mean, they just don't wait for the ball to come to them. They go and get it. Nice job. There he just took that out of his hands. He said, I want your Oreos. Here's Bayless. Step back jumper. Good. Bayless playing backup point guard due to the injury. Played well against the Jazz earlier this year, but he comes in just seven of his last 36. Good was he. 11th round pick in Indiana in 2008. Spent some time in Portland. Ingles, right-hand drive, first is left, so he cross-court pass to Crowder for three, no good. Ingles taps the rebound away into the corner. Crowder, excuse me, Corver flying high to save it, but he steps on the base sideline. 36-29, Jazz lead this by seven. Brett Nansel, Ben Taylor, and Rodney Mott have been assigned to us by Adam Silver. We didn't have a choice. Howell Neto checks into the game. Jazz again going to play three-point guards. Bates Jop fires the three, no good. He's had to adjust his game to the NBA. That wasn't truly what he did in college. So he shot the percentage high. There's very few of them. Ingles works the right side of the floor. Gets stabbed at by Gibson. Recovers without traveling. Kick back to Neto. Right hand drive off Crowder. Crosses over to the window. Left hand high layup, no good. Favors comes back. Says, I don't look, took your Oreos. Now I want your apple slices. And he puts that back up and in. You He's stealing the whole lunch. Do I need to repeat myself? Rebounding out of the area. Just, I mean, he goes a 360. Comes He's up just with that way team. better than anyone else on the floor right now. Gibson tries to attack him. Favors blocks it. Gibson gets it back, puts it in. Derek Favors has five rebounds. He's passed Greg Ostertag on the all-time offensive rebounding list for the Jazz. Third all-time now. Here's Ingles. Pick and roll to his left hand. And then they hold Favors on the roll. It's interesting. One thing in the Jazz scouting report tonight single side corner three so in other words you bring the ball over to the side of the ball and that three point defenders there most teams will hold to that three point shooter Minnesota does not so the Jazz had some success in the second half last game on the single side action we'll see if we see it here they started to run it there and it got denied zone defense maybe here by Minnesota can't tell yes it is Corver comes to the top, fires the three, no. Jazz are four of 14 from three and lead the game 38-31. Minnesota didn't play a lot of defense in the first half. Jazz were averaging 1.4 points per possession first quarter. Ingles with another block of the three. He's gotten a few of those this year. Here comes O'Neal, beautiful around the back dribble, but he can't complete it to the whim, so he rim, hands it off to Corver. Top to Neto between the legs, working the low left-hand dribble. Cross-court pass Ingles. Jazz still don't have a corner three. They still don't have a corner three, and Favors couldn't grab this rebound. Jazz are 0 for 7 on the corner three tonight. Seven corner threes in the opening 15 minutes of the game is incredible. Missing all seven of them is equally so. Here's Gibson working inside, putting it off the back rim. No good. Taj Gibson saying, there's no Carl Anthony Towns. I'm shooting like he does. He's taking five shots in six minutes. Driving, Neto slides to the window and lays it up and in. 40 to 31, Jazz back by nine, equaling their largest lead of the night. Bates drop, top of the key, mid-range jumper, no good. Rebounds tapped around, controlled by, tapped by Favors, controlled by Neto. He brings up the far side of the floor, wearing 25, looks away from the defense, trying to find a passing lane to Favors, it's not there, so he sets Ingles up at the top. Hand off to Corver. feet set, ball, rims. 
No good. Kyle Korver is getting wide open threes, and he's two for six. And Ryan Saunders wants a timeout. This is like walking over a hot coals, and since it didn't hurt the first time, I'll try it again and again and again, and eventually you get burned. Timeout on the floor. An excessive amount of bad analogies tonight on my end, metaphors on my end. 40 to 31, Jazz by nine on the Jazz Radio Network. Forty years of Utah Jazz basketball. The Utah Jazz select Carl Malone of Louisiana Tech. The mailman became a most valuable player twice, an Olympic gold medalist twice, and he led the Utah Jazz to the NBA Finals twice. Voted one of the NBA's 50 greatest players, he and John Stockton put Utah on the map. Twelve on the shot clock. Here he is. Maybe the last chance. He's got it. Looking for Carl, now he's got him low. Here it is, Carl on a hand scoop. Here it is! Stockton and Malone. 40 years of Jazz basketball. Jazz leading here, 40-31, eight minutes left. Pull-up jumper in the mid-range for Andrew Wiggins. Banks off the glass, no rim. Wiggins last in the NBA in shooting on mid-range shots. Neto driving, big steps, misses. Gobert puts it back up and in. Minnesota's just one of their last seven shooting as the Jazz have gone up by 11. You know, it's interesting, Kyle Korver's had six open threes, Ron. He's only made two, but reality is Neto fouls Bayless. Like, it really, he's only missed one that you're, you're not going to make 100. We always think you're supposed to make 100% of your open threes. Yeah, we think Kyle's supposed to. Right? Like, but the fact is, actually, the league average, I believe, on wide open threes, Ron, is 38%, maybe 37. That's pretty good. Right, but the it's... The league, if you're talking about the, the whole league, league. That's And good. now some of that's who you leave wide open, right? Favors yeah. is always left open. Gorgie Zhang, who rarely plays these days, hits a free throw line jumper. Wasn't he a draft pick by the Jazz? He was. He's part of the Trey Burke trade. In 2013. He and Shabazz Muhammad were the first two. Zhang was the last one. Oops. There's your corner three. And Royce O'Neal hits it. And the Jazz get off the schneid. They were 0 for 8. Or 1 for 8 now. 45-33. Jazz shot selection has been terrific so far. They're going to start falling a little bit more, and they'll run away if they keep doing this. Bayless, one-on-one game. Pull-up mid-range jumper, no good. Minnesota's shot selection is terrible. Jazz by 12. Beautiful crossover from Donovan. Bounces to Rudy, who dropped the pass. It was behind him. Just can't catch the ball. Those two Don't do not them. connect very well. Tolliver, transition three. Swish! George Niang getting time right now. Instead of Tabo Cephalosha, I don't know if maybe this is Tabo getting a night off because of a back-to-back. A little surprised. Neto drives up top to O'Neal. Ball fakes, kicks it out. Donovan catch and shoot three. No good. Jazz don't shoot well off Royce O'Neal passes, which is a weird little note. You think they float? I don't know. Don't have enough velocity on them. You saw me do all the research on that. Gorgi Zhang fires a mid-range jumper on a early possession and hits. There's a bunch of fun little weird notes. Jay Crowder doesn't shoot well off Donovan Mitchell, but Royce O'Neal does. Donovan gets in the lane, ball fakes, scores. That ball fake is in the scouting report tonight. So does that become one of his signature shots? Well, it's specifically in the scouting report tonight. Minnesota bites on this a little bit. 47-38, here's Wiggins, pick and roll to the left side. Flares a bucket back up to Chang, hands it back to Wiggins. Wiggins driving, 
throws it right to O'Neal, but it goes off his hands, and so Gorgie Zhang picks it up, fires a mid-range jumper. Loose ball, flared out to Bayless. They're not running, and then Zhang gets it, driving at Gobert, lays it up and in. Minnesota's not running much of anything. Step, and yet, Jazz are only up by seven. Feels like the Jazz should be up by 20 right now, honestly. Donovan, easy dribble in the lane, cross-court pass, George Niang, three ball right side, left side is good. I mean, the, the looks the Jazz are getting right now are just incredible. And as I mentioned, Minnesota, since Ryan Saunders taken over 28th in the league defensively, Jazz by 10. Wiggins driving, going up against Gobert, wildly misses the layup. He's one of the worst shooters in the restricted area in the NBA. And fast break the other way is stopped. Andrew Wiggins in the restricted area. Players have taken 275 or more shots. 49th out of 51 players. Andrew Wiggins in the floater range. That's the non-restricted area. Uh, paint, but paint non-restricted. Taken at least 150 over the last four years. 44th out of 44. Andrew Wiggins in the mid-range. They've taken at least 150 mid-range shots. 53 out of 55. Andrew Wiggins on threes. Who've taken at least 253. 71st out of 85. Now, Overall, that gives them an effective field goal percentage. 66 out of the 67 players that qualify. Corner three, Rubio bypasses, drives, gives it back out to Ingles. He penetrates. Donovan's wide open under the rim. Missed the layup. And we got a whistle and a foul on the rebound or on the shot. Got to be the rebound. On Dario Sarge. True shooting percentage, which way is going to the free throw line as well, because I'm sure you're listening and saying, well, maybe out of... Players have taken 700 shots. Andrew Wiggins is 67 out of 67. 10 point advantage. Ingles tries to pass to a cutting Gobert, turns it over, fast break the other way. Tyus Jones bobbles the ball, goes off the knee of Mitchell and out of bounds. Getting back to Anthony, to, to Wiggins. Yes. For first player picked in the draft. That is really sorry. <laughs> that. You know what I mean? I mean, that's... that's. No, I mean, he's like, he's awful. Yeah. Towns thinks about a three. Gobert closes on him, takes one dribble, terminates, hands to Wiggins. And every now and then he'll show you flashes as he attacks Gobert and gets to the window and lays it up and in. And there it was. I mean, that's just a play right there that there's about five guys in the league that could make. That's what's so crazy about this, Ron. Well, Donovan, high pick off Gobert. Bounces right side to Rubio. Ball fakes, drives into traffic. Crowder pops out to the right corner for a good look three. Got it. I believe the Jazz have taken 11 corner threes already tonight. How about, and 20 all together. They're only seven of 20, 35%. Towns set shot threes, perfect. You know, his three is so great because he has so limited movement that he can't, there's not a lot that's gonna go wrong on that shot. He hits the three, Jazz have Really, it feels as though the Jazz have just totally outplayed Minnesota, and yet the Jazz are up eight. On the other end, that would be winning by 16 or 20 over the course of a game, so maybe it's not that close, but feels like it should be more. Jazz by eight on the Jazz Radio Network. The Timberwolves bring Carl Anthony Towns, the hottest scoring center in the NBA. The Jazz answer with the Defensive Player of the Year in the middle in Rudy Gobert. The Jazz and the Wolves in Salt Lake City. Jazz lead it, 53-45. Jazz have 
felt like the Jazz have gotten whatever they want offensively. Well, they're getting open looks, and in particular from the three-point line. There's 20 already in the ballgame. They average 33 a game. Feels like they should be up by more, but not sure if that's really fair. Ingles, left wing, top to Gobert. Get into their offensive rhythm. Tight curl by Rubio to the lane. Puts up a layup. He's fouled by Sarge. And the reason I say that's not entirely fair is if you extrapolate what we've had so far out to 100 possessions, the Jazz would win the game 133 to 113. So it's not very, you know, sometimes, oh, we're only up eight. Well, we've only played 19 minutes. You can't be up by for 20 minutes. There's a, there's a limit to how much you can be up. So if this game, which is actually at a pretty slow pace right now, were to play 100 possessions, the Jazz would win by 20 if it stays exactly as it is. Nine-point lead in a palindrome for the Jazz, 54-45. Might be the most common palindrome. No reason why that would be true at all, but it's fun to say. 3.30 left in the second. I literally am now thinking about what the probability of each palindrome is. Dear goodness gracious, do you have any idea what it's like to live with this brain? Wiggins, top to Towns. Jazz switch it. Rubio on him. He drives. Rubio reaches around and fouls him. So this is one of the things I think is interesting on shoot-around. When they run a pick-and-roll, Towns runs a pick-and-roll, the, the, they're going to switch it. So the guard's going to up on Towns. If Towns takes him in the post, as they go to the post, the big's supposed to bounce back. Wiggins spinning to the window, fouled, and finishes. Andrew Wiggins gets up for Rudy Gobert for their little battle four or five years ago. Foul on Gobert here, Wiggins... And that's the second foul on Gobert. So Towns and Gobert both have two fouls now. And Wiggins with two beautiful moves to the basket goes to the line now with five points. Misses the free throw. Gorgie Zhang slides behind Gobert for the rebound. Kicks it back out to Tyus Jones. His floater is up and in. 55-49. Little lack of focus on the rebound there. Zone defense by the Wolves. The other night, the Celtics, I believe, but no, Oklahoma City played Brooklyn. Brooklyn played zone for the entire first half. Miami played zone for the entire game the other night. Jazz rotated around the outside. Rubio corner three, up and in. The zone is back, Ron. Yeah, it's funny how you go a couple of years, you don't see much of it, and then all of a sudden one team plays it. Well, Gorgie Shang travels. It goes back to what Rick Carlisle said to us in what has been the most interesting media session we've had all year, where what Carlisle said, it's not that there's five shooters on the floor, there's five drivers on the floor now. Yeah. Everyone can shoot, but also everyone can drive. So when you get spread out like that, and you don't have any rim defense behind because of the fact that everyone's spread out, then the drivers are really potent. Rubio driving here, bounces it back out to Ingles. Three from the left side, swirls out. Favors grabs the rebound, kicks it back to Joe. He drives the baseline, sweeps to Favors, who gets it stripped on his way to the rack. But Ingles picks up his buddy with a loose ball. Kick to Donovan. Ball fakes Bayless. Loses the dribble, retreats back out. Two on the shot clock. He's got to take a deep three. It's a front rimmer, no good. Here comes Wiggins, a rare rebound for Andrew Wiggins. Chested up top to Towns. He'll step behind the three-point line. Fire and hit. Andrew Wiggins can have brilliant nights with his skill set. Maybe he's on to one tonight. He's got 10 points here. And it's 58-52. Jazz by six. 
Rubio, right side drive at Towns, lobs, favors, slam dunk. Now you look at something like that, you would say that's just way too easy. I agree. It just That's what I'm shaking my head right, right now. You know. Like, really? That was NBA defense right now? 60 to 52. It's usually a, somebody tags on favors. Ooh, Tyus Jones spins Rubio around, drives to the window. Favors blocks it. Loose ball picked up by Towns. We got a whistle and a foul first up. It's on Jay Crowder on the rebound. Tyus Jones spun Ricky Rubio around. Favors did a nice job, but Towns' quickness slid inside for the rebound. Crowder fouled him. We have 110 left in the quarter. It's the Jazz 60 and the Wolves 52. Gorgie Zhang hands off to Wiggins. Fires another three. Misses. Rebound tipped out of bounds off the Timberwolves. Tonight. Utah Jazz and Mount America Credit Union partner to help fans pass along a donation of charity their choice. Potential awards to $25,000 for five local charities. For details to nominate a charity, go to utahjazz.com and select the community tab. 13 seconds on the shot clock as Favors works at the top of the key. Running around him on a horseshoe is Mitchell. Can't get the ball, so Rubio comes to get it. He drives, puts up a right-hander, trying to draw a foul. Didn't get it. Rebound tipped out to Ingles. Kicks right side to Donovan. Fires the three. No gate. Way off. Donovan Ooh. missed that one badly. Donovan's 0 for 4 from 3 tonight. 60 to 52. Here's Bayless in the open floor. Favors builds the wall. He retreats out. Lob down low to Towns. Takes a long time to get there, and Rubio anticipates, steals it, and then a foul on Minnesota, stopping Donovan going the other way. Good play by Ricky Rubio and a really poor pass that just took too long to get down there. So if you do, I'm not sure we mentioned this. Tonight's injury report presented by University of Utah Health, taking care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Dante Axum, sore knee, and Tabo Cephalotion, tight hamstring, will not return. Donovan, two free throws. Let's get a look in on the Thunder and the Pacers. Bogdanovich, center of the floor. Looks like he's going to go one-on-one with George. Spins to the left hand. Off a Turner screen. Left wing jump shot. Way off. Up and in! Matthews with a weak side rebound. Grabbed it and kissed it off the right-hand glass to give Indiana a two-point lead with one and eight-tenths seconds to play. Oh, Wesley Matthews with the follow for the Pacers with 1.8 seconds to play in Indiana. We'll see if they can close that one out against Oklahoma City. Think those fans might have liked beating Paul George? Oh, yes. Ten-point advantage for the Jazz here with 23 seconds left. Donovan has 11.6 assists in the first half after making both free throws. Tyus Jones, who won the state championship at the Target Center as a high school player in Minneapolis with Ricky Rubio watching somewhere. On the right side, Jones kicks it up top to Tolliver. Chuck drives to the window, fouled, and finishes a rare drive by Anthony Tolliver to the window, and he draws the foul and finishes. And, and you see what happens with the scouting report. Tolliver is not known to put the ball on the floor and go to the hole. Jay Crowder steps out, crowds him just a little bit too much, but the big thing, he let him go to his right hand, able to finish. Not like he doesn't drop. 87% of the time he shoots a three run. 84% of the time. 84. Well, gosh, if it was 87, then that would have been a three. That's exactly right. Anyway, he gets a three-point play. That's his one drive for the week. Here comes Rubio going coast to coast. Reverse side layup, no. Favors tip follow. Yes, his .8 seconds left. Beautiful play by Rubio. Just getting through the defense, and the Jazz will go up nine at the half. 64 55, a great first half of offense by the Utah Jazz. Timeout, it's halftime.
Jake Scott, Britton Johnson are standing by as the Jazz overwhelm Minnesota's lack of defense and lead by nine at the half on the Jazz Radio Network. The Timberwolves bring Carl Anthony Towns, the hottest scoring center in the NBA. The Jazz answer with the defensive player of the year in the middle in Rudy Gobert. The Jazz and the Wolves in Salt Lake City. That matchup has not been as marquee as we thought it would be. Towns has nine points, five rebounds, and two assists, but only played 11 minutes. Gobert has four points, five rebounds. Derek Favors has 12 points and eight rebounds as the Jazz lead at 55 to, excuse me, 64 to 55 as first possession of the second half. Andrew Wiggins flips up a little right-hander over Gobert. It's no good, and the Jazz have the first possession. And I like that play. I mean, it was a little curl play right to the middle of the floor. Wiggins just missed it. Favors, free throw line jumper, no good. He has not made that shot in a little while. In, a couple, in about a year. I mean, it hasn't been <laughs> consistent like with it anyway in about a year. Uh, Tyus Jones playing point guard with both Derrick Rose and Jeff Teague out. Retreats back, chests it to the far side. Nokogu's not a very good shooter. Down low to Sarge on a mismatch with Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan promptly fouls him since it's an early possession and you're not going to get in the penalty. Ron Boone. Yes. Do you know what I have the capability of doing here at some point, if I can find it? If I'd say I wouldn't be surprised. I'm telling you when the last time Derek Favors made that shot. I'll see if I can. Left time. Carl Anthony Towns, quick three, no good. Rubio playing against his former team, where he was originally drafted. Brings up floor. Down low to Gobert, who spins into Towns, and that's the third foul on Carl Anthony Towns. Didn't you like that? I did. Ran down the floor, kept Towns on his back to the point where they were completely underneath the basket. Towns is helpless. Picks up his third foul. I do hope that our good friend Rudy Gobert will work on finishing in the offseason. Well, we've talked so much about him developing a signature move. So maybe that should be the first before the signature move, right? right just, just dexterity around the basket when he can't dunk. I mean, he can make it easy. I mean, he's, he's seven foot one with the wingspan of seven foot nine. Just a little pivot with a little jump hook or something like that. Who's going to block that? Right. But he tries to power his way to the basket, and he doesn't have the moves or the strength to do just that. Free throw shooting struggles continue. He misses both of them. Tyus Jones into the paint. Nice defense by Rubio's tethered to him. Out to Sarge, making him play off the bounce, and he stops and pulls for a free throw line jumper and hits. Robert Covington was another part of that trade. He was really good, got hurt on January 1st, has not played since. Ingles drives, flares it back out to Rubio. They give him airspace, so he shoots the three and misses. Jazz have taken 25 threes tonight. They're eight of 25. Sarge in the lane, out to a trailing Towns. Drives, Favors comes over, alters the shot. Towns still able to finish it. Fabulous finish for Carl Anthony Towns. Favors running the floor because Towns didn't get back, and Derek just rumbles right down the middle of State Street for a slam dunk. Yeah. Towns ended up on the floor, and he's not a sprinter anyway. He just couldn't catch up. Tyus Jones swings left wing to Wiggins. Sarge in the post, drives. Donovan comes over the left hand, fouls him. All right, here's your Derek Favors note. Ron, as is often the case, we're not right. Mid-range jumpers, Derek Favors, while only 37% this year, has only missed five in a row. He hit one the other night against New Orleans Pelicans. 
However, since the All-Star break, we might have that feeling because he's 2 of 11 on mid-range shots since the All-Star break. So that might be part of the reason that we feel that way. And he's on the floor, David. Where is it? 23 minutes again. Sarge makes the free throws at 66-61. You just heard the Lexus 30-point bell brought to you by Larry H. Miller, Lexus and Murray, and Lexus and Linden, inviting you to test drive a luxurious Lexus automobile. Jazz leads down to five. Rubio swings left side to Ingles, drives the baseline, lobs to Favors on the weak side, and he jammed it. Did they break, bust that zone apart there? Just by a little back screen, and Favors able to go baseline. Derek Favors has been feasting in the restricted area. Towns, quick release corner, three over Gobert is good. Boy, we have not had many offensive players of his size in the history of this game. That's his third three, one in each quarter so 68, far. 68-64. Ingles bounces to Rubio, breaks the 45 into traffic, draws the foul. Derek Favors tonight has eight field goals. I think all of them are at the rim. This is the third time in seven games that he has eight field goals in the restricted area. That's an incredibly high number. He had eight against Milwaukee, he had eight against New Orleans, he got eight again tonight, he had six last night against Phoenix. Free throw by Rubio is good. Doesn't hurt your field goal percentage. No, no. Derek over the last, you're absolutely right, Ron. Derek over the last 10 games is shooting 62%. Rubio making both free throws. Ricky's one for five shooting tonight. The shooting struggles continue. It's been 19% shooting over the last five games. Towns finds a cutting Andrew Wiggins who lays it up and in. Four point game. Wolves are scoring at will. In fact, five straight possessions against the Jazz defense. Jazz playing on a back-to-back. Wolves playing on a back-to-travel. Or travel-to-pack. High pick and roll. Mitchell in the lane. Shoves off on Kogi and misses the shot, but he draws the foul. Lowered the shoulder in Kogi, plays him very aggressively. Jazz been able to get some pick and roll action for him. Haven't had to call his name that often here. Kogi only played 13 minutes, 10 minutes in the first half and only took one shot. 70 to 66. Donovan's first free throw is no good. Let's check that 30 point bell from earlier tonight. In a 1-4 set, Adam screens high, right? Russell behind it, lobs back door to George, who flips it up and in blindly, and he's knocked down and fouled by Matthews. Oh, a sensational, scintillating lob by Westbrook to George, who blindly, with his back to the basket, flung it over the head, it rattled around on the iron, tumbled home, opens the door for an and one for PG-13. PG-13 at 36 in his return to Indiana, but the Pacers win it, 108-106. Demona Sabonis had 26 off the bench tonight for Indiana. Carl Anthony Towns, top of the key jumper, no good. Rebound favors. It's stunning anytime he misses. Later tonight, Denver and Dallas. Sacramento and Boston played earlier tonight. Here's Ingles, flaring a bad pass up top, but Kogi steals it. Kogi to the window, layup, good. Jazz trying to rush back the other way, now leading by three, 71-68 with 8.15 left. Half court set, Rubio drives to the windows, wraps around, misses. Rubio's one for six. Rebound comes down to Jones. Jones slides by Ingles to the window, layup good. That's where these guys are really, really good. 
because Gobert's got to go out to deal with Carl Anthony Towns. So when they get in transition, there's nobody at the rim, and Tyus Jones able to beat the Jazz, and all of a sudden, it's a one-point game, 71-70. Utah leads it on the Jazz Radio Network. Who's hot tonight? It's your Utah Jazz Player Spotlight. Ingles snakes under a pick and roll to his left hand, lobs it high to Favors. Oh, Ooh, he traffic packed it with his right hand. That is Derek Favors, your Player Spotlight, brought to you by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. 16 points, 9 rebounds for Favors. Ron, here's a little bit of a disturbing note. Carl Anthony Towns, who only played 11 first half minutes because he was in foul trouble, when he is on the floor, the Wolves are plus 14 tonight. Boy, he is a player. See no doubt, and, and you just wonder, you know, what are they going to do with this team? With Rubio, cross-court pass, Crowder. Catch and shoot three, no good. Jazz have taken 26 threes and out of their 53 shots tonight. They're eight of 26. Wolves have a chance to take the lead. They led early by four. Wiggins, free throw line jumper, no good. Rebound, Gobert. Jazz by one with 7.28 left here in the third. Double stagger working left to right is Wig is Mitchell into his left, right to left, excuse me. Ball fakes a Kogi and draws the foul. Let's take a look at some of the highlights or moments from earlier tonight with Boston and Sacramento. Picks up Irving, shakes, loses the dribble. Fox dives for it, can't get it. Irving controls it, lobs to the corner, four on the clock. Step back, baseline two. Everything going for Boston. Jalen Brown, so many weapons. It's now 118 to 105. Ooh, 118 to 105. Boston pulls away from Sacramento, whose playoff hopes are fleeting. 31 tonight for Kyrie Irving in that game. He had a triple-double. Donovan misses the free throw, slides through all the traffic, gets his own rebound and throws it off of Andrew Wiggins. Did he cross the line before the ball hit the rim? No. I do not think so. No, he didn't. He really didn't look like it. it was awfully close to be. He knew he'd missed it. He made the first, 72-70. Jazz get the extra possession with 13 on the shot clock and stop an offensive rebound. Mitchell works to the left hand. They're forcing him that way. He drives to the window and lays it up and in. That's great development. Earlier this year, we played them in the middle of the floor. They forced him to his weak hand all night, and he began to struggle. Now he's showing the ability to finish with that left hand. And Towns not a great rim defender. Gobert picks up his third foul. Up top on Towns. Just trying to blow up what they're trying to do. And Rudy is basically the outlet person when the Jazz get in trouble at the top of the key so they can regroup. Towns is that way as well when it's the top of the key, but he's such a threat from that area as well that Rudy's trying to take that away. Towns gives to Sarge on the right side. He'll run a pick and roll with Towns. So Gobert switches out to Sarge. Crowder's in the post on Towns. They go to Towns. Jazz try to dig it out. He throws around a quick jump hook as the shot clock is going to expire. It's short. Jazz lead it by four. Rubio on the right side of the floor. The bearded one with the man bun crosses over into the lane. Tries to find someone to distribute to. Flips it back up top to Donovan. Donovan attacks a Kogi. Bounces to Crowder. Leaves it behind for O'Neal. Fakes left. Goes right. Bullets a fastball to Crowder. And lays it up and in. And you see, this is what the Jazz needed there. It's guys that are going to make some plays out there on the floor. Now, well, Gary Favors is having a great game at the rim. 
but making plays right they now. They need to spread the floor so they can have some room to work. Wiggins, top of the key three, no good. Long rebound to Towns, who then fends off his buddy Rubio. Gives inside to Wiggins, who flips up another shot and misses. And all of a sudden, Andrew Wiggins is 5-13 of 13 tonight. 76-70. Donovan, stutter step, crossover to the window. Scoop misses, go Bear! Oh, here comes the boom! 7-0 run, Rudy Gobert with the follow. 78-70, Jazz back up by eight on the Jazz Radio Network timeout. Ryan Saunders and the Wolves will be back with more on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz are celebrating Women's History Month by running little vignettes in the arena of the Jazz players talking about their mothers. And one of the cool things is they also are all have a childhood picture with them. So we've seen Derek Favors, the young kid. We've seen Rudy Gobert, the young kid. You think we'll see Joe Ingles? You think his hair will be messy when he's a kid? <laughs> you know, uh, it's amazing. You can see the resemblance, too. You know, it's like they just got bigger. You can't. Derek the had the same eyes. That's for yeah. certain. So there's an interesting debate on Twitter going on, Ron. It's largely between Andy Larson and Tony Jones, our good friends. If you swapped Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert, so you put Cat on the Jazz and you put Gobert on the Wolves. Uh -huh. Do the Wolves make the playoffs, and what does it do to the Jazz? It's really interesting. You find a different way to win, David. I know, but who wins more? So Andy Larson thinks that if you put Carl Anthony Towns on the, if you put Gobert on instead of Carl Anthony Towns on the Wolves, that they'd make the playoffs. So it wouldn't be terrible defensively. Sarich, right corner three, no good. Rebound comes down to O'Neal. The fact that Minnesota's as good as they are offensively with Andrew Wiggins' inefficiency is incredible. Donovan driving off the glass too hard. Rebound tipped by Gobert off of Sarich out of bounds. Donovan is five of 12 tonight. 15 and points. That left hand, I love it. I love the fact that he's using that left hand now and, and going to the basket. Just needs to be a little softer, though. And, and he'll get to that point. Where Inbound. Corver. Corner three. Too hard off the back rim. Kyle Corver tonight for three. Two of seven. They call that a two attempt just for those keeping score at home. Hard drive. Towns going to dunk. Gobert rejected it. Here come the Jazz the other way. Donovan for three. No. Rebound tip. Wiggins steps out of bounds trying to save it. Towns is hot. He thinks that he got fouled by Gobert. The defensive player of the year just had his statement about our little debate. A left-hand drive by Towns and Gobert just swatted it off the window. There was no foul at all. In fact, if Towns is arguing about that, he's just a figment of his imagination. Jazz. Or embarrassed because you get your shot. Yeah, more. right. 78-70. Jazz by eight. It was a two-point game a moment ago. The Jazz are on a 6-0 run. Donovan's got Wiggins defensively. There's a left-hand pass over the head of O'Neal. Over to Crowder for three. No good. He's just about decapitated his buddy. How about ducking? <laughs> Wolves have missed six straight shots. The Jazz defense has tightened up since the timeout. Wiggins drives. Puts up a right-hand floater, it's no good. Gobert snaps the rebound away from the underhand outlet to Donovan. Leaves it for Crowder, attacking in the open floor. Crowder's fouled. At least they ran the score then. 
Crowder did not just flare out to shoot a three. Timberwolves, since Ryan Saunders has taken over, is sixth in the league offensively and 28th in the league defensively. 13 and 15 overall. So they're two games under 500 under Tom Thibodeau, two games under 500 under Ryan Saunders. Taj Gibson checks in, so they're gonna play Gibson and Towns together. That was their starting lineup to start the year. It's even, plus minus. Saric in Towns has been plus five. Which means that Jay Crowder is gonna have to defend Taj Gibson. Nobody has to defend Taj Gibson. I think he's pretty good around the basket. Well, I you think have he's to defend Carl Anthony Towns. And actually Jay Crowder is defending Carl Anthony Towns. He has to defend Carl Anthony Towns. They go to Towns in the post, mid-block right. Gobert slides over, a little help defense. Towns passes to Gibson, Corver's on him now. Gibson floats it up over Gobert, misses. Crowder taps the rear, Corver taps the rebound around and controls it. Jazz on an 8-0 run. Second thought, David, you remember they, they did do just that. They did put Towns on, yep. Jay Crowder on Towns. Gobert goes into the post on Towns, tries nifty footwork, puts up a left-hand hook, it's no good. Nine-point Jazz advantage on an 8-0 run. They've really shut down the Wolves offensively here for a few minutes. Towns at the top. Puts it on the deck with the right hand this time. Driving, wrapping around Gobert. And they call a foul on Gobert. How's that on Rudy? Towns wrapped his left arm around the waist of Gobert and brought him to him. Well, Rudy also put his right forearm into Towns as he was driving, and that can be a foul. Four fouls on Rudy. Towns in the line, 14 points and nine rebounds. Over the last 10 games, 35 points, 14 rebounds and three assists. Since Ryan Saunders has taken over, Towns averaging 28 points and 12 rebounds. Towns trying to see if he can be all NBA. First free throw is good. They have missed eight straight field goals since the eight minute mark. So that brings the First point in four minutes and 10 seconds, and the Jazz lead at 79-71. I don't think this question is obvious. One young center in the NBA, who are you starting with, Ron? Corver to Crowder, baseline drive to the window, and he dunked it with a little right hand wraparound hook. He doesn't get up very high, but he will challenge you and dunk the basketball. Well, you know, last year he only had three dunks all year. When he came to us, he didn't have a single dunk. He was not in the best of physical condition. His offseason has worked, and that is why he's been able to get many more dunks this year. And here Towns, mid-block left, guarded by Crowder. O'Neal down, Crowder fouls Towns. He's able to swing through and score and finish. Well, O'Neal goes down and tokens a reach-in and then retreats. You're going to go down and double Towns. You go down and keep him from turning to the middle of the floor. Towns trying to get it rolling here a little bit. By the way, that is Jay Crowder's 18th dunk of the year. Only once in his NBA career has he ever had more. 19 is his career high. That was when he was 20 five years old in Boston. Towns misses the free throw, gets his own rebound, takes one dribble and dunks. Well, it's amazing those rebounds are so, those shots are so bad that the rebounds are very long. 
81-76. Seen it twice tonight where the shooter's gotten his own rebound. That doesn't happen very often. Donovan off a favors pick and roll. Throws a no-look pass to a cutting Crowder that gets knocked out of bounds. Carl Anthony Towns with another double-double. He's got 20 and 10 tonight. So how Neto checking in here. Neto Dante, checks in. Dante and Cephalophis. Tabo injured. Up with a hamstring. Corver, corner. Three off the inbound. Tickles the twine. By the way, our buddy Neto, six minutes plus three in the first half. You notice how exciting the fans get when he goes up to shoot the basketball. Sure. He's three of seven from three tonight. He's right on his numbers. Towns bumping and backing Crowder. Got to go get him, Joe. Swings through, lost the basketball. Favors gets the steal. Outlet to Ingles. Seven-point advantage to the Jazz. Leaves behind for Corver. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Three ball, Kyle Corver. We should get four points for that shot. You like the that four? That was deep. You want a four-point line run? Yeah. <laughs> then we're going to be shooting those every time. Towns, right block. Spins to the baseline. Jazz suffocate him. Unfortunately, they foul him, and he finishes. Man, is he skilled. 86-78 now. Jazz had stretched to 10 a moment ago. Toronto's defeated the Lakers tonight, 111-98. Boston held on to beat Sacramento, 126-120. Orlando bounced back from last night to beat Cleveland. Denver will beat Dallas tonight. I say that with assurance because Dallas is working very hard right now to see if they might be able to recoup their draft pick. Towns has nine straight for Minnesota and the Jazz lead by seven. Corver, left side Crowder, holds over his head, ball fakes a pass, swings it back to Kyle. Kyle hands it off to Neto. The Brazilian calmly takes a left hand dribble, brings it back to his right off of Favors pick and roll, gets in the lane, gets it knocked away, holds his pivot foot, finds Crowder on a curl, foul and a finish, they call it on the floor. Jazz holding off a 14-point quarter so far by Carl Anthony Towns. Safelight Autoglass will donate $5 for every rebound secured from this year's leading rebounder. All proceeds from the Safelight Autoglass Master the Glass will be donated to the Utah Food Bank at the end of the season. Earlier tonight, Gail Miller spoke to the arena about the incident the other night. Here's what she had to say. My heartfelt request to all of you is that from this time forward, we all take pride in holding ourselves and those around us to the highest standard of decency. Use your energy cheering our team with your honest, sincere enthusiasm rather than degrading or demeaning players on the opposing team. No one wins when respect goes away. Let's be the supporting fans that our players know and deserve. Great comments from Gail Miller. Thanks to Jake Snelson for putting that together. It's three from the left side, Minnesota, no good. Ron, you know, Larry H. Miller has that signature quote. Jay Crowder, no look pass. Favor wasn't ready for it. 131 left. Maybe someone can drive and get a free throw here so I can finish that thought. Here's Ingles, left-hand drive. Fakes the pass to Favors. In traffic, Favors catches. Takes one power dribble, puts a left-hander up. It's short. Rebound. Fakes jump. Ingles defending Bates' job, and he scores it. Go. 
88-81. Minnesota just won't quite go away. Ingles, left-hand drive with Favors, throws a bad pass up top. Crowder's able to run it down for him. It got deflected, so it didn't have any juice on it. Ingles gets reset as Crowder gets knocked to the ground. And that's team foul number five on Minnesota, so thank you for the free throws. So Larry H. Miller, Ron, has that great quote that is kind of, I think, the signature, you know, two, he has two of them, really. One is keep doing good until there's no more good to be done is kind of one of his signature quotes, he said. And the other was, you know, the one that the players see on their way out about how just play as hard as you possibly can every moment. I think Gail Miller may have had hers tonight. No one wins when respect goes away. That's a great point. I mean, I, I really think that that may be the quote that forever is attached to Gail Miller, and it came tonight. It's, a, it's one we should all live by. Minnesota turns it over. Neto squirting out of traffic, finds Ingles ahead, and he dunks. Joe Ingles with the left hand. Boom. Jazz lead it by 10. Bates Jop, Big Ten Player of the Year at Ohio State. Swings it up top to Tolliver, hands to Bayless. Bayless drives on Neto, off balance, right-handed, blocked by Neto. Loose ball, Crowder has it, baseballs it out to, on a bounce pass to Ingles. 18 seconds left in the quarter, shot clock's off. The Duncan, Joe Jingling Ingles. Takes it at the top of the navy blue in the circle. Works off a double stagger left to right, lobs it to Favors, they come over defensively and knock it out of bounds with 3.4 seconds left. Ron, how many dunks do you think Joe has this year? This year, only, I'm gonna say five, not that many. You or might, less, might be less than you that. Are, like, perfect. It's gonna scare me how right you're gonna be on this. That's only his second dunk all year. Oh, I thought you were talking about practice as well. Uh, okay, <laughs> well then you're right. <laughs> Joe throws it out of bounds right now. Joe had six last year. That must be what you were thinking about. I would have agreed with you. He doesn't dunk that often. When he does, you see the bench gets up and you know, he just lays Every it now in. and then in practice, he does something crazy. You're hoping he doesn't walk out of it with a How about this? Cold hamstring. I saw Rubio did it one day. Rubio? Yeah. I wonder when the last time Ricky Rubio dunked is. Now you got me wondering. Well, he pulled it off in practice. Someone's listening right now. Oh, good. Locks on another one. It was wild tangents. Jazz lead it by 10 with two seconds left. Bayless from the half court on the right side. No good. And for those that are dying to know the answer to this silly little question, I've got an amazing answer for you next on how, when the last time Ricky Rubio dunked is. When we come back, they call that a tease in the business, only because the answer's worth that. Jazz by 10 at the end of three on the Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz lead at 91-81. So we head to the fourth. The answer, Ricky Rubio has never dunked in an NBA game. So I don't know when his last dunk was. I'll have to ask him. Jazz by 10, Neto on the floor. Howell having another plus eight night tonight. It's kind of funky. High pick and roll with Favors. Brings two defenders to him. Gets by, his foul. You can purchase a Ford Fan Zone ticket to an upcoming game and you get all you can eat ticket. Receive unlimited hot dogs, popcorns, nachos, peanuts, starting as low as $33. Visit utahjazz.com or call 325-2999 to buy Ford Fan Zone all-you-can-eat ticket now. Jazz lead it by 10, 91-81. We're just underway in the fourth quarter. Joe Ingles has got nine points, four rebounds, five assists, swings to Neto. 
Neto off of Favors pick, gets in the lane, cross court past it. Corver takes one dribble to his right, fires the three, no good. Rebound comes down to Tolliver. That was a tough pass by Neto. Ron, why is Howell Neto so consistently a positive plus minus player? Doesn't make a lot of mistakes, David. Um, Favors knocks a bounce pass away. And we've talked about this so many times that you know, even with the limited amount of minutes he makes out there on the floor, he, he, he makes an impact. You know he's out there because he does something that really helps his team. Tolliver catches him up, floats up a right-hander, no good. Anthony Tolliver has taken two non-threes tonight. Corver to the front court. Kyle finds Favors on a roll to the rim. He's fouled. He won't finish, but he'll get two free throws. Derrick's having another monster night, 16 points and 10 rebounds. If you're just tuning in, your America First Game Summary, Jazz led it by nine at the end of one, and that have just been kind of dancing at that distance for the whole night. Really has not been much more to it. They led by nine at the half. They led by 10 at the end of three. It got down to two for a brief moment. They took it right back out. Minnesota has not led since about eight to four or something in the first quarter. That's, that's where we've been. Dave's misses the free throw. American First Credit Union. Get the finest and financial service. Utah's number one credit union. American First. Visit AmericaFirst.com for details. Rod, Jazz have only forced six turnovers tonight. They are 29th in the league in forcing turnovers over the last 10 games. Have you seen anything fundamentally different with what we're doing defensively to not force turnovers? Uh, no. I, There's a bit. Yeah, yeah. Games, I don't know if they're just not taking chances. Deflections is something that, that I know they keep really a track of, but I don't see anything different. Jazz Maybe lead it by 11 as Bayless works a high pick and roll to the right up. Gibson puts up an awkward right-hand floater that's no good, nor close. Rebound to Neto. Howell to the front court. Crossover dribble. Squirts by the lane. Hands off to Favors. Pushes it to Ingles in the corner. He's got to run it down because it didn't have a lot of zest to it. Ingles comes with a left-hand dribble off. Favors lobs to Derek, who catches underneath. Rotates to Neto. Touch pass to Niang. Top to Corver. Bounces to Ingles. Come on, baby! Missed it. That's got to go. That's got to go. That was beautiful. 92-81. Jazz by 11. Right side, Tolliver. Down low in the post, beta Jop. That's where he played most of his college ball at Ohio State. Left side to Wiggins. Wiggins drives, kicks to the corner. Jop for three. That's not where he played most of his college ball. He misses loose ball. 50-50 off Neto's left hand. George Yang playing because Cephalosha is out with hamstring tightness. Neto checks out. Neto, 10 minutes, not plus nine. Jazz now playing Joe Ingles as their point guard. Last night when the Jazz had no point guard on the floor, they were minus seven, and they were plus 18 otherwise as Jared Bayless drives the lane, scores the University of Arizona product. Next year, the University of Arizona point guard, Nico Manning, former Jazz man, Chase Manning's son. 92-83. High pick and roll, Ingles in favors. Rotate to O'Neal, they find Corver in the corner for three, no. Jazz are 9 of 32 from 3 tonight, but they are good looks. Especially with Kyle Korver, and you just... How do you give Kyle Korver 9 threes and actually have a defensive game plan? Wiggins pulls into a mid-range jumper, misses it terribly. And Wiggins is 5 of 15 tonight. Fast break, George Niang to the window, lays it up and in. Andrew Wiggins, soft in transition defense. Maybe Jimmy Butler was right. 94-83, 9-19, left the fourth. 
on the Jazz Radio Network. Timberwolves announcer, good friend of mine, said you got a good Quinn Snyder story. So I told him the story about when Quinn was on the Mercer Island like turkey trot. It was some community 5K run, right, for kids. And Quinn had won it the two years prior, and suddenly there was a new kid in town who beat him. And so Quinn was up there with a second place medal on, and there's like this legendary story of Quinn sitting there, you know, the medals are cheap, right? It's a Mercer Island turkey trot. Well, Mercer Island, nothing's cheap, but he, he's literally sitting on the top of the, he's at the, on the, getting his medal, he's tearing it in half. Really? Because he's he was... so mad he finished second, throws it away immediately afterwards. 9.19 left here in the fourth. It's the Jazz 94, Minnesota 83. Hope you're having a nice night. Wiggins driving at Favors. Left-hand finish is good. Another one of those moments that makes you say yes on Andrew Wiggins after back-to-back -back plays that make you say no with capital letters. You know, you look at Joe Ingles' play, but we've watched him play forever here. and We can see Ingles driving, wraps it into traffic. It's a turnover. That his pace, that's as hard as he can play. But I don't see that in Wiggins. Oh. I think he can play harder than what we oh, see out there on the loop. I mean, well, he did get back. I mean, George Niang outran him on a fast break a moment ago. I'm pretty certain they should, Wiggins should win that foot race. Bayless backdoor cut and beats Niang for the layup. 94-87. Jazz playing without Dante Exum, who has a sore knee. And without Tabo Cephalosha, who has some hamstring tightness. Tabo's actually sitting kind of right next to the coaches with Antonio Lang. Right side three for Niang, wide open, and he hits it. He's like, I am a Midwest superstar at Iowa State. How do people in Minnesota not know me? George Niang puts the Jazz up 10. I have to tease me about the, the Cyclones. Wiggins, left-hand drive, caught in the air, flares it out to Tolliver, ball fakes Niang, fires the three, misses. Rebound favors. Yeah, you always ask him how the Hawkeyes are, and then he yeah. gets mad. Actually, George does not get mad. Maybe the most personal player I've ever covered. It, really nice guy. He, he does correct me, though. Corver, free throw. Well, yeah, you call this team by the wrong name. <laughs> Corver's free throw line jumper is no good. Bayless crosses him over the other way and scores. And Kyle upset, throws it off the basketball standard, which used to be an automatic technical foul. Because one day, Richard Lewis did that and domed somebody in the front and damp actually injured a fan really badly. And so it became a... They missed the back. He missed back the back. and hit the woman in the front row. It's terrible. Ingles. They go under the pick. He fires the three. He makes them pay. He making them pay. They being Andrew Wiggins. He being Joe Ingles. 100 to 89. Jazz back by 11. Jazz 11 three of the night. Bayless loses the dribble. Niang picks it up. Throws it over the back shoulder of O'Neal. Goes Odell Beckham with the catch. And then holds a cross court pass to Niang. And he would have had to be Odell Beckham to catch it because it was like 10 feet over him and it hit somebody's popcorn and the popcorn sprays high into the air everywhere and there'll be no popcorn for you. Beckham goes to Cleveland. He did. And the popcorn went to Cleveland too. Popcorn all over everyone. They're sitting on the row, moving the popcorn in and out. Everyone's, there's butter on the lady. Her blouse has got to go to the cleaners. 189, Jazz by 11. 7.05 left. Towns mid-block left, working Favors to the middle, reach-in foul on Favors, and Towns able to force it up and finish. Boy, he is incredible at his ability after the foul to regain his balance and then throw up a really soft touch basket. Well, you, if you're hooked, you might as well... Yeah, don't release you, the foul. And you hear that whistle, you might as well 
Baves checks out, 27 minutes, 17 points, 11 rebounds, and a round of applause. Lock him up. Towns has 25 and 11 tonight. Jazz lead at 191. It's 7-0-1 left in the fourth. Towns is from the Dominican Republic. He's played on that national team at 16 years old under coach John Calipari. Oh, and then he played for him in college. Funny how that works. 100-92. Neto back in the game. Gives to Niang. Touch back to Neto. Pick up Gobert. Cross court to O'Neal. We got a foul and a whistle off the ball. It's Royce O'Neal buried a three that won't count. They grabbed and held on to Rudy on the pick. You know what that play was, Ron? That was our first play tonight. No. That was right there. They just ran it again. So they just ran with different personnel because Royce O'Neal for the corner the same way that, oh, I don't know if he ran the, everything else about it was the same. You might be right. The Joe Ingles little wraparound. Here comes Neto trying to drive, getting denied by Bayless. Two on the shot clock, forced to take a fadeaway three, air ball. Rubio's only played 17 minutes tonight. He's got eight points, two rebounds, five assists. He is one of six shooting. He's minus five. Neto has played 11 minutes. He's one of three plus seven. Jazz lead at 100 to 92. Tyus Jones at the top. Neto really defending. Mid-block left. It's Towns spinning into Gobert. Rudy goes for the block. Rudy fouls him. No, that's an offensive foul on Towns. He went to the spin oh, move. Puts the elbow right puts in the Puts the elbow chin. into Rudy's face, and that's a foul. Neto checks out. 11 minutes plus six. Ricky Rubio checks in. Jazz have only played 28 minutes of point guard tonight. They've let Ingles and Donovan play ball handler minutes, as they call them. Gobert at the top. It's horseshoeing around Gobert's Mitchell. Takes a left-hand drive, stops, floats up the right-hander, no good. Tip followed by Gobert, no tip followed by Gobert, yes. Young children, if you fail your first time, try, try again. Rudy Gobert puts the Jazz up by 10, 102-92. Towns outside the three-point line with a long-arm Gobert around. Bayless working the top, drives in the lane, kicks to Sarge, spins Yang around, penetrate, back out to the left side, Bates shot for three, short, long rebound, George has it. Niang to the front court. He's got Gobert running the middle of the floor. He tries to space out, but nothing's available. Jazz get into a half-court set, leading by 10 with 5.40 left in the fourth quarter. Donovan lines up. Carl Anthony Towns attacks, falls to the ground, slides, loses the ball. Turnover. Everything was a little fast there for Donovan. The feet didn't follow. Tyus Jones working into a mid-range floater. Too hard off the handle. Rebound battle. Carl Anthony Towns has it. Powers up. Blocked by the Jazz. Loose ball. Rubio has it. Donovan got hit on the head and is down on the ground, and that's a foul. Donovan is being helped up, but he's grabbing the back of his head. Officials are huddling. They think there might have been a little something here. Battle for the ball. Towns goes up. Blocked by Donovan behind. Oh, jeez. Carl Anthony Towns just swung a left arm completely in an unnatural basketball motion and whacked. Donovan Mitchell in the head, he's done. I'm going to say he's done as well. He's He's done for the night. That was Bush League, actually. That was a frustrated Bush League play right there. Let's check in on what's going on with Denver and Dallas while we have our Siegfried and Jensen 
review brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, reviewing injury cases for 30 years in Utah. Here's Denver and Dallas. Gets it in on top over to Dwight Powell, top of the key now. Back over to Finney Smith. Over to Hardaway. He's open from 15 feet. Jumpers up and in. 19 to 17 is the score. Two-point lead here for Dallas. They're still reviewing the case here. Dallas holding a good fight early. Dirk Nowitzki making noise about coming back for another year. Flagrant foul penalty one. I no longer know what a flagrant foul penalty two is. One hundred two ninety two with five twenty to play. Donovan will go to the line. What do they call this? Flagrant foul one. What? What's? I don't know what two is anymore. No kidding. Two shots for Donovan. Towns has five fouls to go with 26 points, 12 rebounds, and four assists. Jalen Brunson the other night for Dallas had 30 points. They're playing the young guys. Donovan's two free throws are good. Cat comes over to Donovan and checks to make sure he's all right. Cat has a pretty good reputation in this league as a good guy. One hundred four ninety-two. Donovan high pick and roll with Gobert swings to Crowder, touches back to Rubio. Gobert's trying to go deep in the post on Towns, who has five fouls. He does. He drops, steps on him, and he dunks. Carl Anthony Towns complaining about something, and the bench just tells him, "Come on, get back and go." He got Rudy getting really deep. And here Wiggins sets a back pick on Gobert that drives him into Towns, and then Rudy gets called for the foul. Rudy's got 10 points, 12 rebounds, another double-double for Rudy. I believe only Giannis has more. I think Rudy's still second in the league. And second in the league in dunks there as well. 106-92, Jazz by 14, five to play. Tyus Jones works the left side with a high left-hand dribble, retreats back, gives it over to Bates' job. Sarge drives the baseline to the window, scores it. 104-94, Jazz by 12. Thanks for joining us tonight. We'll be here Saturday against Brooklyn as well. D'Angelo Russell on the Nets. Rubio, underhand handoff to O'Neal. Gives to Gobert. Gets, Rubio gets it back on the right side. Tries the baseline in traffic. Soft pass out to Crowder. Bounces to Donovan. Feet set. Ball wet. Splash. Three ball. Donovan Mitchell. And the Jazz are up 15. Pounds right block against Gobert. Puts a shoulder into him. He's done for the night. He just didn't want to be a part of it anymore. That was a pure frustration. I'm gonna just bogart this guy, bulldoze him, and see if you have enough guts to call a six foul on him. That's exactly right. I mean, he had made up his nine. He was gonna bully his way to the basket. For a guy that's got a great amount of moves, that was not, there was not a move in there. 109-94. Rubio splits the defense, gets to the window, blocked by Wiggins. Rubio's one of seven tonight. Reaches behind Tyus Jones and commits a foul. All right, so last night we watched... Rudy is second in the league with 53 double-doubles. The other night we watched Devin Booker, and you and I both decided we have no idea. 
Yes. Andrew Wiggins, if you're playing junior scout while watching games, is without question the most perplexing player I have ever watched in my life. I know he's not good. I know all the numbers on him that I should never want him. And he makes seven plays a night that you're like, oh my gosh, he's incredible. But he's not a good basketball player. 109-94, Jazz by 15, time out on the floor on the Jazz Radio Network. What up? What, what, what's happening in the association? It's NBA Now on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. The Indiana Pacers. 13 seconds left. Bogdanovich center of the floor. Looks like he's going to go one-on-one with George. Spins to the left hand. Off a Turner screen. Left wing jump shot. Way off. Up and in! Matthews with a weak side rebound. Grabbed it and kissed it off the right hand glass to give Indiana a two-point lead with one and eight-tenths seconds to play. Ferguson gets it in up top. Westbrook a three off the front of the rim. And the Pacers have come from 19 points down to defeat Oklahoma City, 108 to 106. Jazz on the offensive side, they swing it to the left baseline. Here comes Donovan, he rises high with the right hand. Here comes the boom. Donovan Mitchell gliding in the air for a right hand dunk. And the Jazz lead at 111-94. By the way, back to that highlight for our NBA Now. Didn't we have a note the other night that Oklahoma City was like 35-0 and 0 if they were up by 15? Crowder, same drive. Much less dynamic dunk, but same result. Timeout, Ryan Saunders. The same play, same results, two dunks. You know, not, not the same dunks. No, not the same dunk. Jay Crowder has tied his career dunk, high. And then there was a dunk. Yeah. yeah, Jay Crowder, though, has tied his career high dunks in a season. He will like that stat, by the I way. I think he would like that. Every now and then I give these guys little notes, and it's really funny to watch them react. The one that got me this year that was really funny, Ron? What's that? Was when I informed Kyle Korver that he had played the most games of anyone ever drafted after 50th in the NBA. And I think, I haven't looked at it recently, but I think he's gotten awfully close to the most ever by someone drafted after 40. And he was like legitimately like, wow, that's cool. I was like, all right, I thought it was kind of weird, but it's cool. I'm glad you liked it. All right, bro. He realizes I'm a... A 51st pick in the draft. Yep. And here I am, still in the league, my 16th year, and still getting it done. 51st pick in the draft. Tonight he passed, he went to the 50th all-time in games played, did Corver, with his 1,166th game. When we play... The second game of our East Coast road trip, he will pass James Edwards for the most games played by anyone taken after 40th in the NBA draft. Only Cliff Robinson has played more picks games than anyone taken after the 20th pick of the draft than Kyle Korver. You know, what's fascinating about that, Edwards was probably a seven-footer. Cliff Robinson, six foot ten. 
Guys that usually with little skills will last a lot longer than a guy Kyle Korver's size that basically is a shooter. There's always room in the league for guys that can shoot the basketball. And Korver has scored 2,000 points as a Jazz man. And he's proven that. Jazz lead at 113.96. They're going to win it. Here's Donovan driving to the window, scoring. Donovan's got himself 24. He's averaging 28 a game since January 1st. By the way, after every Jazz went home or away, Little Caesars is giving you a free pizza order. One custom round multi-topping pizza through Little Caesars app. You'll receive a free, large, extra, most bestest pepperoni pizza using the promo code JAZZWINS. Valid all participating Utah Little Caesars location. Mobile orders only. 115.96. Jazz in complete control. Rubio working left side against his former team. Flares it to Ingles. Decides seven three attempts is enough. They back off. He says, okay, I'll take my eight. Misses. Loose ball rebound to Minnesota. And a foul committed by Rubio will clear the bench. As much as we have a bench. Dante Exum, sore knee. Tabo Cephalosa, hamstring tough. So Epe Udo will come back in. Epe Udo hosted another edition of the Epe Udo Book Club last night on Twitter. Still doing Malcolm X's autobiography? I think so. You know where Malcolm X was born? No, I do not. I should, though. On Blondo Street. Where? Omaha, Nebraska. Really? Yeah. Really, I should have known if you were asking me that you knew the answer. I didn't know that. Didn't know that, huh? Have you read Alex Haley's autobiography of Malcolm X? No, not all of it. Anymore. I would strongly suggest it. One of the better reads. 115 to 96, 142 left here. Neto flares in the corner, Crowder touches Niang, drives the lane, flares up to O'Neal, back to Neto. Left corner, three, nothing but Neto. Jazz by 22. Have outscored the Wolves 27-15. Wolves had a pretty miserable day yesterday. As Neto strips it away, takes it the other way, and lays it up and in. Howell's, no, Howell's got seven. Denver was the site yesterday for Minnesota. They went to the airport. The bomb cyclone arrived. They missed their window to take off. They then got a choice of whether they wanted to be in the plane or on the, or in the signature air. Signature air doesn't, it's not like a terminal. There aren't like things in an executive air terminal. You don't have to stay there. You're flying executive. You're, you have to get there an hour really and go through security and do those things. So there's like a Keurig cup and nothing else. Neto drives, floats, misses, and the rebound comes down to Minnesota with 56 seconds left. They spent eight hours there before finally getting on a bus to go back to the hotel in Denver and then flew to that. They, they may have run out of gas tonight. Their defense looked like it was struggling. Jazz are on a 20 to six run to close this. Crowder just threw a pass off to the face of Neto that then Crowder picked back up and Neto, God, Neto's wiping his face a little bit. Crowder is going to take another three. He's going to miss it. Jazz take 38 threes tonight. They're 13 of 38. Five more than their average. Well, their average is up a little bit recently, isn't it? Yang called for a foul with 18 seconds left. Bates Jop goes to the line. Jazz defensive rating got down a little better as the night went on. Jazz have done it again tonight, Ron. They have taken 44% of their shots at the rim and 37% of their shots as three. When you take 80% of your shots as smart shots, it is remarkably 
difficult to slow you down. Jazz have only taken 14 mid-range shots tonight. They'll close the game on a 20-7 run and win it 120-100 as Howell Neto dribbles it out. So the Jazz win by 20. And Brooklyn is our next stop before we head east. Washington, D.C. Really, quite frankly, the greatest road trip you could ever have going east. We go to D.C., New York, Atlanta for a day, and then Chicago. If anyone would like to join us in any portions of that trip, please let us know. That is, that's about as good a trip as you can get. Tony Parks is, I believe, hanging out with Derek Favors. Thanks so much, David. Derek, tonight you were able to be really aggressive there in the paint, right there to the rim as well. Your coaches talked about the amount of pressure that you were able to put, especially on the offensive end. Besides being aggressive, talk to me about what goes through your mind when the ball's in the air. Um, just try to, try to find a way to be aggressive, try to find a way to make an impact. Um, no, just, just me being aggressive, playing my game. No, that's uh, one of my one of my skill sets, uh, be a good offensive rebounder, and that's what I do. I know I'm not going to get that many plays offensively, so I try to make my impact on the offensive glass. Defensively, you guys wanted a better second half compared to the first half. What was the key to playing the way you guys are accustomed to on that side of the floor? Uh, that's all we have to keep up. We were communicating well. We were playing as a team. Uh, you know, Minnesota was a tough team to play against, so, you know, we, we did a great job communicating tonight. I think that would lead us to a win. I know you guys can't be looking at the standings and always focusing on what's on the outside, but how much does this team really sense the urgency each and every night? Oh, we sense it. Um, we know it's a tight, tight race in the West, so, you know, we take every game important, um, focus every game. We come out with a mentality that we know we get, this is a, a must-win game each and every game, so that's where we come out and, you know, we got to pick up wins um, as much as we can with these last couple of games um, left in the season. Derek, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that's Derek Favors. David, back to you. Jazz win it 120 to 100. Joined now by Britton Johnson and Jake Scott. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing just great. Uh, how about that for a couple of back-to-back -back wins against a, a couple of teams that Jazz should have beat? I thought they played uh, really well tonight. I think so. Uh, they played well last night, too. So, yep. Yeah, I mean, totally agree. Uh, the shot, Brit Britton, we talked about it last night. The shot distribution to me is just incredible. The Jazz are taking 44% of their shots at the rim and 38% of your shots as threes. It is, my, I did a study in the offseason. The perfect shot distribution I could come up with was 40-40-20 on a game. So 40% of the rim, 40% of threes, 20. The only reason I stopped at 40% at the rim is because only one team in the last five years has ever averaged more than 40% of their shots at the rim. The Clippers last year were the best in the league at 38.5. So to me, 40 was like kind of pushing the level of where you could reasonably go in a game to get 40% of your shots at the rim. The Jazz have now a few games in a row here and where they're taking 40%, 44% tonight. So, you know, people want to know about the threes and things like that. 44% of your shots at the rim, 38% of your shots as threes is about a perfect shot distribution. And again, for any fans that didn't hear our conversation last night, David, you had mentioned this wasn't necessarily a proactive approach, more of just what the Suns and, and the Timberwolves have given the Jazz, correct? Well, you've got to be, I mean, you're always trying to get it, but a team can take away. If a team commits <laughs> to not letting you get to the rim, they can do that. So you made a great comment the other night about the Jazz missing Rubio in that OKC game. If Rubio's in that game, do you see less threes? Do you remember they had four, they had 44, 43, yeah. right, against mm -hmm. OKC? 
with the pick and roll play, does that make and you talking about the them missing him in that? Does that create more opportunities in the paint? Um, not to be putting anybody on the spot. I'm more well, just I'm here's just your, more. Here's your answer. The other night against OKC, we took 31 shots at the rim. In the night that Ricky Rubio played point guard in the double overtime game, so it's hard to tell because it was double overtime, we took 47. In the December 22nd game, we took 37. And the December 21st game, where we had our 10th, we took 40. So that would lead you to believe that the answer is and, quite and, substantially yes. But yeah. I don't think that's really answering this question because I, I think that what, what, what he's asking is that the Jazz have to settle for those threes if Rubio is in the ballgame. The biggest problem the Jazz had against Oklahoma City was breaking the paint. Everything right. was out on the perimeter, remember? And everything that they got, what they have, 11 consecutive three-point yeah. shot attempts against a team like that. If Rubio's in the ball game, does he able to, to break the paint enough to get the And get I the think he scrambling? reads the defense with the intention of trying to make plays for others. And so, yes, I think, yeah. Yeah. I think he is able to do that. Before we move on, who's the one team uh, over 40% at the rim? Oh, Oh, did I, now I put you on the spot, David. Yeah, I apologize. You know what? I'd be able to do it, but I switched computers just you recently. just fried his brain. I'm very upset with you, too. Man. No, you know what? Sorry, I, David. I, I switched computers recently, so I don't think it's on. Um, I don't think it's on this computer. I'm just sitting here running through teams you know, over the last five years. They've got a lot of shots. Any of you fans out there are, are fans of the TV series 24. We're kind of like Jack Bauer, and, and David's like our CTU unit. <laughs> That's we true. just got to like call it in. He gets us our stats and quickly. And he is the brain. Yeah, right. And if he doesn't, we die on this show. <laughs> Let me ask a question before, before, you, before we go here, because I was looking at this, and David's talked about it oh, I found quite it. a bit. Uh-oh. See there, all I had to do was We're just gonna survive. tap dance a little bit. And, uh, and <laughs> the Milwaukee, yeah. the Milwaukee nice job, Bucks of 15-16 wow. had 40.1% wow. of their shots at the rim, and prior to that, the Philadelphia 76ers were at 40.4. Only So that's only two teams in the five previous seasons. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. Just give last David year, their personnel. It last makes sense year, the too. Jazz took 32% of their shots at the rim and 36% of their shots as threes and so you're trying the jazz were trying to increase their amount of shots at the rim by six a game this year to get to 40 and three more threes that would be pretty amazing last year only two teams in the nba combined for more than 70 percent of their shots as threes in restricted area this year i think that number is, cons- is about seven eight or nine so it's a that's 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 where the swing has happened but the rim is still king like for all the discussion of the three, the rim is king. And boy, did Donovan punish that rim with that dunk in the fourth quarter. Yes, huh? he did. Adrian, I bet that's going to be it tonight, isn't it? Call Could that possibly be Come the call on, of the game? You don't Adrian leaves us all suspended on, on or in suspense on what it's going to be. Can't tell you. Find out at the end of the show. Yeah, we'll all right. Too. All right, boys. Well, uh, great job tonight, as usual. Thank you uh, uh, very much. You bet. All right, there's David and Ron. The Jazz come away with a decisive victory over the Timberwolves, 120 to 100. We're breaking it down. We'll get you sound from the locker room as well. Kicking off next here on the Zone Radio Network.